0: want to welcome you back to the Inner Revolution podcast. Uh, Again, thank you so much for taking the time and uh, really want to hear from you if you have any questions or comments. And uh, the feedback that we've been getting is very positive but this podcast is for you. So reach out to us. We would love to hear you. Today we're going to do part two to the missing man. Have a special guest today, Javeed uh, a dear friend of mine, uh, for many years missionary to China and also to Central Asia, and uh, just a real sweet heart after God. Very excited to hear his portion today on The Missing Man. So uh, we also have a tool sing with us, my brother-in-arms here. Yes. Uh, <laughs> he's settled down a little bit from the last podcast. We've put him in a straitjacket this time, but um, anyway...
1: Really tight, Pastor Jason. I can't get up. <laughs>
0: okay, well, we are uh, going to start our podcast here with Javid. Go ahead. Great well, to thanks. have you, sir. Um,
2: thank you, Pastor Jason. Thank you, Atul, for having me here. I mean, it's obviously, it's great opportunity to be together and just really minister to the wide range of um, audience. We don't know who's literally listening, right? But we know that people are out there, and um, thank you for having me. This is awesome. I was um, in line with what um, what I heard from the missing man and um, what we were talking that day when you were recording, day before actually, uh, week before, um, in regarding restoration and how we actually ended up with this topic of missing man. I was thinking of Paul and his life, how when he was Saul, we could see in his life that he's actually being a religious man who's very well-educated, Roman citizen, taught, you know, trained in the school of Gamaliel, um, very well-known individual, very famous and so on, and thinking that he's ministering to God in his mind, but he's actually have an issue. And that his issue is that obviously he doesn't know grace. But then there's also interesting thing about him that there's this element to him as Saul where he goes after to punish people. Like, why would he do that to an extent that he goes to a high priest and says to give him letter so he could pursue and actually go after Christians to imprison them and so on? And I think it's a matter of really a man who is religious, a man who is well-taught, man who is very educated, but he also, maybe deep in his heart, he is a really lost man. He's a missing man. And is it possible that there is a Christian out there who feels the same way, maybe really well educated, spiritual in many ways, even in his own eyes, maybe. But he is missing something with God until up to the point where he really meets Christ on the way to Damascus. Hmm. And I love this um this testimony that Paul actually, now Paul, of course, right, uh is saying uh to King Agrippa, I think this is in um Acts chapter twenty six, in verse 19, he says, "Um, King Agrippa, I was not disobedient to the uh, heavenly vision. I mean, wait a minute. We're talking about a man, an angry man who was killing Christians, sort of missing this, the whole thing in his life. And then suddenly he's a man of a heavenly vision. How does this happen? Like, where does that transformation of a missing man into a mission man happen, Hmm. you know, in Paul's life? But here is really is where this amazing grace moment, I would say, that happened in his life, and I think it's something that continuously happens in the lives of um, all of us, men and women out there, uh, when we're missing something with God. But then God comes in into a picture, and He says, "I actually have a heavenly vision for you," you know. And Paul actually relates to that um, event on the way to Damascus, uh, I know there's an episode in the Book of Acts, but actually here, in, later in the chapter, he actually reiterates how Christ actually said more to him. And he said in verse 16 of the same chapter, referring to the moment when Christ met him on the way, he says, Christ talk talks to him, says, Is Rise and stand up on your feet. I have appeared to you for a purpose. You know, didn't Jesus know who he's talking to? Like a man who's killing Christians, obviously, like not fitting into this whole Christianity picture. A missing man, perhaps, like not a perfect man. No, he says, I have a purpose for you. I want you to become a minister and a witness. You know, and I, I think it's incredible. Like, I want you to become a minister and a witness. There's a there when, there's there's another passage in the Bible when Jesus refers to Paul as a chosen vessel in Acts nine fifteen when he talks to this individual to come and minister to Paul he says he's my chosen vessel <laughs> unbelievable like how does one who was so who was so, des- uh, who, who was so um, angry and, and, and desolate and and dark turns to be a man of missions. I think that happens really wholesale when Christ comes into a picture. It happens to all of us when Christ comes into a picture. And that is, I think, the ultimate delivery and restoration for all of us from our missingness, if I could say it this way. Uh, We're missing in our marriage. Christ comes into a picture and gives us a mission. We're missing in our relationship with Christ, with our children. Christ comes into a picture and He gives us a heavenly vision. I mean, the, the whole purpose of us being lost and being, you know, despaired um, is that Christ would come and He would give us a heavenly vision and change us from inside and turns out, turn us into into a special man and woman. And lastly, I was thinking that um, how did this transformation happen? But it happened immediately, really. It says, uh, in, you know, when you read this chapter, you know, in Acts, right after he's converted, he's transformed and, and, and he's healed physically also through the help of a, an individual who Christ sent it to him. It says that after he com- who was with brothers and sisters for a few days, he started immediately preaching in synagogues. Like, missing men can really turn into a gaining man, a heavenly mi- vision man, a missionary man. There's no need for him to be uh, put in probation necessarily, right? I mean, maybe there's some obvious reasons, and for for his own sake, uh if, if we may say it this way. But you know, we don't miss anything with Christ. We only gain something with Christ when He comes into a picture. Missing man turns into a missions man, and uh what better way to really live your life but to live this way, to desire this? You know that God has a heavenly purpose for me. I can be transformed and changed from my ways into something greater than myself, you know. And
0: uh, Paul definitely is a great example of a uh, missing man turning into a mission man. Wow, excellent thoughts, excellent thoughts. I mean, you said a lot there, Pastor Chavid. Um You said something uh, right at the end that I'd love to highlight, But um, but thinking about Paul as a chosen vessel, I mean, you think of the least candidate, for the work of God and God says that's my man right Right. I see something that he doesn't see he's angry he's pursuing and destroying you know Saul is pursuing and destroying Christians and then God knocks him down and uh, gives him a new mission right he was missing in action as we said last week he was absent Uh, he maybe lived in avoidance right he definitely had anger as you had mentioned but but maybe, you know, thinking about uh, him being a chosen vessel, um, uh, that grace moment, God gave him a heavenly vision. Now, let's say, would you talk to the man for a minute that maybe thinks that he's missed something? Let's say um, maybe he's feels like he's missed the boat or he's missed the call or he feels like he's he's too far or, or not able to be... Um, restored how would you speak to that kind of man today hmm. um, to give him hope i think um two things
2: from my own experience uh, not going too far into the you know detail of it i think when i was going through moments like this god gave me a um uh, i think it was psalm 60 something If i can't remember exactly what it was when it says that the you know um wise man will love his aburbukers uh, but uh, wicked man will hate them in a sense i wanted to become a wise man i didn't want it to become the wicked man i didn't want it to become the angry man you know i think it's a matter of choice when it, you come to a place like this when you come to an end of yourself to desire to change you know god is a gentleman he will not invade your space he certainly didn't you know, in many cases, with uh, by biblical characters and our lives too, until we were broken, hmm. we have to be broken for God to intervene. You know, Paul definitely, Saul was definitely broken. You know, there was this element to him that he was just going ob- overboard with his anger, and Christ met him. Hmm. You know, I love this passage also in the, in uh, in Luke uh, twenty two. When Christ says to Peter that when you restore, I want you to go and strengthen the brothers. When you restore, I want, you know. Uh, when, when do I restore God? Like when do I restore? Restore, <laughs> really come to come to a place of restoration. Practically, I think it's it's the word, you know. Practically, it's the fellowship in the body. Throw yourself into a fellowship. You know, practically is to really get involved with uh, with people of God and the ministry. Uh, and find a person like yourselves, you know, to somebody I can be submitted to. Come and just really unload yourself and say, "Brother, I need help." Mm. You know, this spiritual friendship is uh, is needed.
0: We're mis- we're fooling ourselves if we're thinking that we can do this alone. Okay. Right? Wow, that's excellent. I'm going to have a tool share in just one minute. But just you said some key thoughts again. Uh, I love these broadcasts because they're so rich. But uh, there's no probation with God. Uh, restoration, we have that ministry of reconciliation. We're bringing people back to who they are in Christ. Uh, maybe their situation looks a lot different because of failure or because of just mistakes or because of a just a new landscape, but God never changes, right? Romans eleven twenty nine. the exactly. gifts and callings of God do not change. So, so let's say someone feels like they've missed an opportunity. If it's of God, it'll come back it may come back a different way but it will it's god says you know it's not three strikes and you're out with god you didn't miss the boat um i i will be faithful to bring it to pass but there's restoration there is a um you're brought back a hundred percent uh to to his plan maybe not our plan maybe it looks a little different but god says um You know, you're still my chosen vessel. I love that. 9.15 of Acts. You're chosen in grace, actually, in the Greek. Really? You're hand-picked in grace. Yeah. That's in 9.15 there. It's like, I have chosen you with a purpose. Uh, Atul, do you want to kick in here with some thoughts? Yeah, I was just
1: uh, very blessed what you shared, Pastor Javid. Uh, When you look at the life of Paul, prior to Acts 8, he was a man with his own purpose. His own agenda of life. He had his own mission. But after the conversion in Acts 8. You see the purpose changing. There is a new fellowship that he had with God. And he had passion in his heart. And when you look at the life of Paul. He pursued it all the way till the end. It says in uh, Philippians 3, 5-9. through 9, That he pursued that passion. So though he was missing. But that missing part of who he was became a mission, and he carried the mission with passion all the way till God took him home. And I think when believers or believe or unbelievers who become believers, if they understand the passion that they have in their heart, God could use that passion and take him into places they've never. Had. It's your it's your belly. In, on fire for god or not is your heart burning for god and we ask that question if you are one of those people who are listening to this podcast ask yourself am i burning for god today am i passionate for god today is my belly is on fire for god today or i am or am i going to be just still in the corner and be missing rest of my life
0: These are awesome thoughts. We're closing here in the next few seconds here, but think about it. Maybe you're a man that is afraid of failure and therefore you disengage or you don't even engage. Uh, It's so important to know that God's called you with a purpose in Jeremiah chapter 1, 1 through 5, that he's put his words in your mouth that he will be faithful and called you out of your mother's womb to do his, his work. So when we're thinking about uh, mission, and we're thinking about the missing man. Uh, God has so much for uh, for you. Uh, so, last last few seconds here, Pastor David. Any, anything you want to say? Yeah, just uh, the fact that you know Paul Paul is just referring again to that moment that
2: uh, you know you will Jesus is saying that you will be a testimony to me. You know, you are a testimony of Christ on this earth, and you should you should always remember that. Uh, no matter how far you go, you, will, you are still his testimony. His, his word never unchanging, and he doesn't change his character toward you either.
0: So you are a testimony, and you can always come back. Excellent, excellent. Great job. Well, thank you so much for tuning in today, and I hope you caught something from this rich portion. We'll hopefully have you back again, Pastor Javid, and thank you, yeah. Atul. And God bless all of you that are listening. Have a great day. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Inner Revolution Podcast. Please find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Your feedback is always welcome.